What's good? We're back. <laughs> we are back again. It's 8.53 Central Time, a.m. Thursday, February 13th. And going through our Bible plan right now, I'm in, we're in Exodus. Today's reading is Exodus uh, 13 and 14. And man, chapter 14, man. It's so fruitful. We'll just pick up. So Moses is leading the Israelites out of Egypt. So he's saying they've been in Egypt. They've been in bondage. Pharaoh has let them go. And now Pharaoh has changed his mind um, about letting them go. Um, like Pharaoh is now pursuing them. So just a backtrack. So we'll start at. Uh, we're going to go. So start at 17. So this is chapter 13. Verse 17, and it's just, we'll just hop into it. It says, then it came to pass when Pharaoh had let the people go. So he let them go. So for us, like, okay, so he let them go. That God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. So for one, key, sometimes God is going to take us the roundabout way. It says here. God did not lead them by way of the land of the Philistines, although that was near. For God said, lest perhaps the people change their minds when they see war and return to Egypt. To learn from that is sometimes God is going to take us the longer route, the more scenic route, uh, just to ensure that we get to where we need to get to and that we're not deterred. Uh, sometimes he needs to protect us. And the only way to protect us is to make us go the longer route. For me, I look at this with my agency, with investing. Sometimes, you know, when God's taking you through that longer route is to get you prepared for potentially what you're going to face is to keep you away from things that you should not have been exposed to, whatever it could be. And just understanding is when we're in a wilderness or we're in a spot where it's unfamiliar or we're not quite sure what God is doing, know that he's working in our behalf because his word says he's going to. So he's got to. Um, 18. So God led the people around by way of the wilderness of the Red Sea. So it took them through the wilderness to do good for them. Like we need to harness that. Like when we're in the wilderness, it's for our good. Okay. And the children of Israel went up in orderly ranks out of the land of Egypt. And Moses took the bones of Joseph with, Joseph with him, for he had placed the children of Israel under a solemn oath, saying, God will surely visit you and you shall carry up my bones from here with you. So they took their journey from Succoth and camped and eat them at the edge of the wilderness. 21. And the Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So as to go by day and night, he did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. God is always leading us. He's always leading us. As we see here. Say God went before them. He's a God that goes before us. One prayer for us right now is whenever delivery happens for our little man is that God is already in that room ahead of us so that we don't have to worry because he, we know he's already there. He walks before us. He leads us and we have to be able to trust in that. The Lord went before them by day in a pillar of cloud to lead the way and by night in a pillar of fire to give them light. So as it go by day and night, he did key here 22. He did not take away the pillar of cloud by day or the pillar of fire by night from before the people. He's not going to stop leading us. 
I believe sometimes we get to points in life where we get confused, we get into a wilderness, even though we knew at one point God was leading us. We knew we trusted in the vision that he gave us. And then we get to an area, maybe we get confused, maybe we get lost, maybe because we're in a space or a time or a setting that we did not anticipate, we feel as though God has stopped leading us. And that is not the truth. He's still leading, he's still working, and he's still working on our behalf. 14, chapter 14 is critical. It's so good, so much fruit in here. I don't want to rush through this because it's solid. He said, now the Lord spoke to Moses saying, speak to the children of Israel that they turn and camp before Pi Hararoth between Migdal and the sea opposite Baal Zephon. You shall camp before it by the sea. For Pharaoh will say of the children of Israel, they are bewildered by the land. The wilderness has closed them in. So their enemy is now plotting against them. So the enemy is plotting against them. Pharaoh sees the Israelites, he's saying, oh, they must be they must be worn out. They must be tired. Look where you know, their God's taking them through this wilderness. I know they're they're exhausted. Then I will harden Pharaoh's heart so that he will pursue them. And I will gain honor over Pharaoh and over all his army that the Egyptians may know that I am the Lord. And they did so. So God is saying, I'm going to harden his heart so that these people can know who I am. Not so they can know who you are, so they can know who I am. Now it was told the king of Egypt that the people had fled and the heart of Pharaoh and his servants was turned against the people. And they said, why have we done this? That we have let Israel go from serving us. So he made ready his chariot and took his people with him. Also, he took 600 choice chariots and all the chariots of Egypt with with captains over every one of them. So he got an army. He got a squad. Pharaoh got a squad and they're coming after the Israelites. Okay. The Lord hardened the heart of Pharaoh, king of Egypt, and he pursued the children of Israel. And the children of Israel went out with boldness. Key. They went out with boldness. When God gives us a vision, when God tells us he's taking us somewhere, when God delivers us from something, we need to step out into boldness and not into fear or hesitation. So the Egyptians, verse 9, so the Egyptians pursued them, all the horses and chariots of Pharaoh, his horsemen and his army, and overtook them by camping by the sea, or excuse me, camp by the sea beside Pi Hararoth before Baal Zephon. And when Pharaoh drew near, the children of Israel lifted their eyes and, their eyes, and behold, the, the Egyptians marched after them. So now the Israelites, they see my enemy is after me. Their eyes are now on their circumstance. Remember that God is still leading them by a pillar of, or excuse me, by a cloud as well as fire. But now the children says, the children of Israel lifted their eyes. So now they look at the enemy. Okay. They're looking at their circumstance. What's their response? Same thing as our response often is. So they were very afraid. And the children of Israel cried out to the Lord. Then they said to Moses, because there were no graves in Egypt, have you taken us away to die in the wilderness? Why have you so dealt with us to bring us out of up out of Egypt? Is this not the word that we told you in Egypt, saying, let us alone that we may serve the Egyptians, for it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness? How human it was of them. The same thing we do is God is delivering us somewhere. And I talked about this before, but the first sign of opposition, we give up, we quit, we we cave in. And it's just like them, like their first response, even though God has already shown them miracles, he's shown them signs, he's shown them like, I am the Lord, I got y'all. The very first sign of resistance and opposition in here, they question why they even left Egypt, why they even left their bodies. They say right here, 
it would have been better for us to serve the Egyptians than that we should die in the wilderness. They ain't even dead. They're just like, oh, we helpless because this enemy is here. And sometimes I believe that we feel that way. And when we do that, again, we put God in a box, failing to realize his overcoming power and how much he can do in our lives. 13. Moses said to the people, do not be afraid. Stand still and see the salvation of the Lord, which he will accomplish for you today. For the Egyptians whom you see, whom you see today, you shall see again no more forever. So Moses is saying, look, chill out. Watch what God do. See the salvation of the Lord. See how he saves his people that he will do for you today. The Egyptians, whom the enemy that you see today, you shall see again no more forever. That's what happens when we trust in God and we just let him work. Is the oppositions, the obstacles, the things that you feel like your business can't overcome, the things that you feel as though your marriage will never get through, the things that you feel like your children will never be healed from. Moses is saying right here, look, do not be afraid. Stand still. Watch God work. 14, the Lord will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. It don't get no more straightforward than that. God will fight for you and you shall hold your peace. 15, the Lord said to Moses, why do you cry to me? Tell the children of Israel to go for it. So God's just like, look, I already told you what I was going to do. Stop crying to me. Just go. He said, just move. He's already promised you things. He's, when he's already told us things, when he's already given us a vision, let's just stop questioning him when we get in these periods of times where we're in this wilderness or we feel like we're lost or we feel like he's abandoned us. He's saying, look, work, let's go. Simple. But lift, excuse me, tell the children of Israel to go forward. Verse 16, but lift up your rod and stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. One thing here is understanding like, that sounds crazy. God, listen to what he says. He said, lift up your rod, stretch out your hand over the sea and divide it. And the children of Israel shall go on dry ground through the midst of the sea. For us, sometimes I feel like we are in a, in a period where we feel like we're facing a sea. Mike Todd spoke on this. So I don't want to you know, cramp his style, but he said, you know, sometimes we feel like we're facing a sea and the Egyptians are behind us. Like we, we're in a situation where it seems impassable. It seems insurmountable. And when we're looking at that through earthly eyes, any situation can seem insurmountable. But we, when we look at them through God's eyes, we see that he can do anything. Uh, one thing, again, that, you know, Pastor Mike, his great message, history in the making, he, just, he was saying is, you know, when Moses and was, was going through, when they were part in the Red Sea, it wasn't just history. Sometimes I feel like, and he speaks on this as well, like I'm giving, trying to give him his credit, but is when we read the word and we look at it as, oh, that was just history. That's what God did. Failing to understand that he is still doing, we completely limit the power of God. His message, again, was history in the making, saying, like, this was history in the making. Like, we are the making. For me and, like, anybody in, in your marriage and your business, we have to remember. One thing he was saying is how we have to remember. Is that on here? Uh, there's a period where he said we have, oh, verse 13, excuse me, chapter 13, verse 3. Moses said to the people, remember this day in which you went out of Egypt, out of the house of bondage, for by strength of hand, the Lord brought you out of this place. And so what he was saying is like, we need to remember what God has done in our lives. Like we have to remember what he's helped us overcome. We have to remember when he made that breakthrough in my career. We have to remember when he blessed me and Lydia um, when we first found out that we were pregnant after something that we were praying about. 
We have to remember when he delivered us from pornography. We have to remember when he did that work and that miracle in our marriage. We have to remember these things and know that come the future, God is still working. We cannot look at what he's done as like, okay, that was history. That's done. He's not going to do it again. That same God can make a way where there was no way. We have to remember this. Okay. Going back. Where we at? Mm, I lost it. Okay. 17. I will harden the hearts of the Egyptians and they shall follow them. So I will again honor over Pharaoh and over all his army, his chariots and his horsemen. So what he's saying, like, the Egyptians going to come. Like the enemy is going to come. There are going to be situations where we see an obstacle. 18. Then the Egyptians shall know that I am the Lord, when I have gained honor for myself over Pharaoh, his chariots, and his horsemen. And the angel of God who went before the camp of Israel moved and went behind them. And the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. Thus it, thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one, and it gave light by night to the other, so that the one did not come near the all that night. God's going to keep you protected. We need to remember this. God's going to keep us protected. It says here, the angel of God went before the camp of Israel, moved and went behind them, and the pillar of cloud went from before them and stood behind them. So it came between the camp of the Egyptians and the camp of Israel. What's it say here? Thus it was a cloud and darkness to the one and it gave light by night to the other so that the one did not come near the other all that night understanding that god is going to give us provision god is going to keep us protected when we are seeking him god is going to make sure that whatever things that are coming after us he is going to keep us sealed off from 21 then moses stretched out his hand over the sea and the lord caused the sea to go back by a strong east wind all that night and made the sea into dry land and the waters were divided. So the children of Israel went into the midst of the sea on the dry ground and the waters were a wall to them on their right hand and on their left. And the Egyptians pursued and went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots and his horsemen. Like I want to make sure we're not skipping this, the power that is here. And we again, we have to go back and understand this is the authoritative word of God. Understand like this happened. This like God just put up two walls of water so that his people could pass through an area, a place that looked insurmountable, a place that looked like they could not overcome. If he did it for them, he could do it for us. And I think we need to understand that like, we got to get that power, understand that he's still working in us the same way. Like God has not gotten any less powerful. He's not gotten any less miraculous as time has gone on. <sighs> okay, where are we at? 23, and Egyptians pursued them. And went after them into the midst of the sea, all Pharaoh's horses, his chariots, and his horsemen. Now it came to pass in the morning watch that the Lord looked upon the army of the Egyptians through the pillar of fire and cloud, and he troubled the army of the Egyptians. And he took off their chariot wheels so that they drove them with difficulty. And the Egyptians said, Let us flee from the face of Israel, for the Lord fights for them against the Egyptians. So now they see, like, oh, we up against God. We're not just up against the people. We're up against God here. God fights for us. We are his people. He's going to fight for us in every single thing that we're doing. Then the Lord said to Moses, stretch out your hand over the sea that the waters may come back upon the Egyptians on the chariots and on their horsemen. And Moses stretched out his hand over the sea. And when the morning appeared, the sea returned to its full depth while the Egyptians were fleeing into it. So the Lord overthrew the Egyptians in the midst of the sea. Then the waters returned. They covered the chariots, the horsemen, and all the armies of Pharaoh that came into the sea after them. Not so much as one of them remained. But the children of Israel had walked on dry land in the midst of the sea, and the waters were a wall to them on their right and on their left. 
So the Lord saved Israel that day out of the hand of the Egyptians, and Israel saw the Egyptians dead on the seashore. Thus Israel saw the great work which the Lord had done in Egypt. So the people feared the Lord and believed the Lord and his servant Moses. Like, how powerful is that? Like, God is showing us, look, I'm going to make a way, and I'm going to not only make a way, I'm going to make a way that only you could pass through. I'm going to have so much provision set out for my people that I will make sure that they are the only ones that can get this way. And only through me and through my honor, my glory, will they be able to pass through. And again, I believe that sometimes we just need to take a moment and sit back and look. When we are doing something for the Lord, he's going to be honored. And he's going to bless us. We are his people. Like, I don't understand. Like, for us that are in a situation in life where we're, maybe the situation looks grim. Maybe, you know, something's going on and I want to be sensitive to all of us that are walking through some, but you have to know that God is working. Like God is in it. God is going to make a way. He's going to provide his word says so. And some of us, I don't think we truly believe it. You know, in Matthew, he tells us, you know, ask for anything, anything, but you must believe what you're actually asking for and what you're seeking for. And for us, I just want to encourage somebody today, like whatever that situation is that you're going through, whatever it is that you're walking through, whatever it is that you feel like you can't overcome, whether it be depression, whether it be an addiction, whether it be something in your marriage, whether it be something in your business, whether it be something with your finances, whatever that is that seems like you cannot overcome. Know that with God, he can do it alone. Like, trust in him. Let him work. Move out the way. Like, he tells us, like, be still and see your salvation. Uh, so I just want to encourage somebody today. You know, God God loves you. He's got you. He'll take care of it. Just give it to him. Trust in him. Seek him. Uh, and then you'll be good, honestly. All right. I love y'all. I'm out.